Hello, and welcome to the Food Freedom Body Love Podcast. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a licensed registered doctor of naturopathic medicine and the creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method, a system for helping both adults and children make peace with their bodies, weight, and relationship with food so they can pursue health in the most relaxed and enjoyable way. Hey, yeah, and welcome to day 30 of the 85-day mini podcast or a mini soda experiment. Um, we are quickly sneaking up on halfway through this um, experiment, and so far, so good. Uh, if you are enjoying the, the, the daily podcast, and they're not quite daily, I recognize, because I'm taking weekends off-ish, um, Please share with some friends and or rate and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. I know you hear it from every podcaster you listen to, but it really does make a difference. So please take the time to do that. Uh, In case you are new to this, I'm Jillian Murphy, creator of the Food Freedom Body Love Method. And this is a little experiment in discussing things that relate to the process of making peace with food in our bodies as I work through the process of podcasting regularly and writing a book. So that's where we're at. Today's episode is going to be a wee bit short and sweet, I hope, uh, because I'm in the middle of doing a CPR course for professional reasons. And, you know, it just is like a huge amount of time in my week. So I got to make this quick between CPR and then getting out to activities and then catching up at work in the evening, I'm going to make this really short and sweet. So today I'm going to be talking about headlines versus the studies behind the headlines. And I thought it was interesting. I get this research summary every week and it's very objective and it's not like body positive or pro obesity theory or against obesity. It's just very like face value. Like this is the research that is on the market this week and it's substantial. Like every week is a is a very substantial amount of research that's coming out. And one of the interesting things in this summary is the individual that puts the summary together every week has at least one headline that's in the media and then the actual study that's underneath of it. Like um, that's behind the media um the media headline or the press release for the media. So I think it's really interesting. What I want to do is I just want to read you a bunch of them. So just stick with me. I just have to like find this cuz I just listed them here on my phone. So I just want to read to you a few of them and then I just want you to listen and then we can talk about why I think this is interesting. Okay, headline versus study. The first one, the headline was Instagram stars could make kids fatter, healthier, question mark, not so much, study says. That's the headline, the study behind it. Influencer marketing of unhealthy foods increased children's immediate food intake, whereas the equivalent marketing of healthy foods had no effect. Effects on obesity, not tested. Next one. The headline is, one in five Chinese children is overweight or obese, and the booming economy may be to blame, study reveals. The actual study? Positive associations between socioeconomic indicators and obesity in China. Causation, not 
established. Next one. Headline. New study confirms this tea can cut obesity and reduce inflammation. The study. Green tea extract prevents obesity in male mice by alleviating gut dysbiosis in association with improved intestinal barrier function that limits endotoxin translocation and adipose inflammation. Next one. There's actually two here. Headline, keto diet not effective causes blood sugar problems in women. Press release for this was females respond poorly to weight loss diet in an animal model. Okay, so interesting there. Headline, uh, snorting sugar could help fight lung disease, study says. The study, study of mouse lung macrophages and inflammation. No sugar snorting was done. Headline versus study, the next one. Exercise during pregnancy protects children from obesity, study finds. The press release for that was exercise during pregnancy protects offspring from obesity. Um, and the actual abstract was um, actually maternal exercise enhances brown adipose tissue development and thermogenesis in offspring mice challenged with high fat diet. Interesting. Okay. Next one. Headline, exercise makes you happier than money, according to Yale and Oxford Research. The study, association between physical exercise and mental health in one to two million individuals. Physical exercise was significantly and meaningfully associated with self-reported mental health burden in the past month. More exercise was not always better. And I think that this is my last one. Headline, early Easter egg sales fueling obesity, charity warns. The commissioned report. Survey shows people eat Easter eggs and think they are sold too early. (laughs) Okay, so those are the ones that I decided to pull from many, many weeks of getting this um, summary of research. And so it's interesting, a few things here that I want you to take note of. Number one, The headline doesn't always have anything to do with the study. So sometimes it is just wildly, wildly like misreported or poorly reported. The second thing is sometimes it's not wildly, you know, mistakenly reporting the data, but it's definitely missing the mark. So it's assuming causation where no causation was, um, found or it's extrapolating one result to mean something else, right? So like in that study about exercise and children, the offspring, and basically the study was just showing that there's a certain kind of um, increase in brown adipose tissue, which is like a brown fatty material that's unique to, to infants. And basically saying that there's better thermogenesis. So we actually burn calories, which is true in babies because they're just growing wildly and the the brown fatty tissue has a different level of thermogenesis and or thermogenic, I don't know. Some people say it differently. I'm just going to stick with thermogenesis. But anyway, they're basically saying, okay, exercise helps with um, increasing the amount of brown fatty tissue that these infants have. And then the extrapolation that the headline is making is that that's protecting them from obesity. And so that wasn't actually found in that study, right? Um, 
Yeah. So I just want to just want you to notice that sometimes it's just like wildly misreported. Sometimes they are not wildly misreporting, but misreporting. So they're they're or they're jumping and making conclusions from things. And then the other thing I'll say is that even though almost none, if not any of these studies seem to actually be related to the headline, the next thing that's really important is you actually have to read the study because, and this wasn't really the case in any of the examples I gave you because I feel like they were all off, um, which is fairly true of every week, <laughs> um, which is kind of the purpose of that point of the summary, the research summary. But anyway, um, even when it seems correct, I think it's really important to go and take a look at the research. And there's a lot of things that you can look at in research that I'm not going to get into because it would be too boring. And I'm also not an expert in this area, so I don't want to be teaching on it. But one of the main key single things that you can look for in a study is they were asking a certain kind of question that's part of the abstract or the title of the research paper. But the, did the research that they do and, and the data that they found, did it actually answer that question? Because it's one thing to name a study and what it's about and, and propose a theory. And it's another thing for the data to actually support it or back it up or answer the question that you were proposing, the thesis that you were proposing in your study. And that's one thing. There are many things that you could be looking at in a study to see if it actually adds up. Um, so beyond the fact that these headlines or these media outlets are just like totally not, don't even seem to be interested in what the study was actually about. It's, is anybody actually going in and looking at the study and seeing if the study actually found, like, even if they were interested, like, yes, um, our headline really does match up with what this study says it proved. But is anybody going in to actually see if the study really did prove what it says it proved? Because that's not always the case. And it's important because there are many, many beliefs that we have and things that we report, like we regularly recount at dinner parties or coffee dates or over drinks about facts and stats when it comes to health and nutrition and food that come from media headlines, right? Like this is where the majority of us there, the majority of us are not sitting down and reading through the 25 or 40 or 50 research papers that come out every week on obesity and nutrition, you know, specifically obesity and energetics. So most of us are reporting our information from headlines. And it's important to note that the headlines are getting it really, really, really wrong. Um, I was just visiting friends not too long ago. And one of the first things that the friend says, because we often get together for like cottage weekends or whatever. And the first thing she says is, oh, my God, didn't you hear? Like chips are uh, causing cancer because often, you know, on cottage weekends, we eat lots of chips and stuff. But, you know, and I mean, I'm like, yeah, I mean, first of all, what slightly processed food or almost anything hasn't been linked to the development of cancer at this point in time? Um but also like, okay, but I would need to see that study. Like how much chips are related to the development of cancer? And like, how are people eating them? And what are the results? And how are they linking it to cancer? And you know, like there's just a lot more to reading a headline that says chips cause cancer and then believing that chips cause cancer and that you have to cut them out of your life forever, right? There's a lot more to it. So that's all 
that this little mini sewed is about. I'm definitely not covering every single angle of this. You know, I'm sure there are positives to reporting on health in the media. I'm just suggesting that it is possible that results are not being checked factually. And even if they are being checked, that they're being potentially a little bit misrepresented. Um, and that, again, when you're getting health information from the media, it's very likely that you're going to need to dig a little deeper, either with a health professional that you trust or on your own in order to get the facts before you make any big decisions. So that's it for today. Have a wonderful day and I'll be back tomorrow.